why should I hire a coach when I can just Google everything? Well, in today's episode, me and Tam give you a list of 10 things you should consider before hiring a coach to get you to your goals. And don't forget to like and share the podcast, leave us a review and a five-star rating. We appreciate you all so much. Now let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream. We are your hosts, Tam and Des. Whoop. And today we will be chatting about 10 things to consider when thinking about hiring a trainer or a coach. Because it's that time of year. <laughs> it is that time of year and it is a big commitment. 100%. And finding somebody that is actually going to be able to help you, not just in the gym, but lifestyle, mindset, accountability, connection, all of these things are important to consider. And I think the more we grow in our careers, the more we realize that, like, not everybody's meant for everybody. Yeah. Right? And like, we've come to those conclusions where it's like, wow, that client and me did not mesh. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll get on a phone call with a potential client and realize that their goals are so far away from what it is I like to train. Like if somebody's looking to compete in like a strongman competition, that might not be my gym. 100%. 100. And like, we were just having like a huge conversation about this. Like, you know, well, if I were to hire a trainer, like who would you hire? Who wouldn't you hire? And like, so then we came up with this list of 10 things that we think if you've, if you're considering or you've ever considered before getting a trainer like these are things you really should consider before making that commitment because you don't want to have buyer's remorse yeah and you you can't really like open up the phone book and be like oh there's one personal trainer in town i'm gonna hire that person like that might work for you but there's a very good chance that it won't work for you uh, because you want to make sure that you're aligning with this person do you have a connection will that person be able to get you to where you want to be and what is it that you struggle with the most hundred percent. And I think this leads into our first one is like, you have to sit down and ask the question, like, what is your goal? And don't be surface level about it, right? Because I think this is the problem that people make when hiring a trainer. They see some ripped trainer, you know, that's flexing on the internet and they're like, yes, that's the one that I want. That's a good trainer. Yeah. Yet... They're a 20-year-old kid who has no responsibilities in the world, and you're a mom of five. Yeah. Are they going to align with your goal? Maybe, but highly unlikely. <laughs> so, like, you just really got to be honest. Like, what is your actual goal? Like, do you have a body composition goal? Do you want to step on a bodybuilding stage? Do you want to compete in a strong sport? You know, do you want to be a power lifter? Do you just health and longevity? Do you need rehab help? Like, be honest. What is your main goal? Yeah, if your goal is to be able to fit into the rides on Silverwood, a prep coach isn't the person for you. No. Like, those prep coaches are intense. Like, you have and to be at a pretty high level first before they'll 
consider you. And this is the other thing, just like kind of on that note to consider about prep coaches. Their job is to get you to the stage. Their job is not, even though I wish more people cared, a lot of them don't, unfortunately. If your goals are health-based, like if you want to feel healthy, you want to look, you know, healthy, those people, their goal is to get you to the stage, not to optimum health. Yeah. So like, just make sure that they align with your goal first off. Yeah. And then when is it a good idea to hire a trainer? Like, say you have a competition coming up in one year from now and you know you're going to need a little bit of coaching. When should you start that coaching? A hundred percent. Or maybe say you have a surgery coming up, right? Maybe it's not going to be a good idea. Like, I'm not saying delay because that's a, (laughs) we'll get into that. I think this comes into like the next one. Um, But like, say you, you know, you have like a hernia surgery. Yeah. You know that you're not going to be able to lift weights for six weeks. Yes. Generic things. Is it really smart for you to hire a coach right this very instant? No, probably not, because it's probably going to be a waste of your money for those first two months. I'm not saying, like, it might not be, but, like, let's just be a little bit honest, right? It's like, okay, well, maybe take those two months to do your research. Yeah. To find the one you do want to work with. Typically, it takes somebody three to six months before they decide that they're going to hire a trainer. So three to six months of looking around, this is a great opportunity for you to do some research. Get on social media, have a look at these people. Who do you connect with? Lots of trainers have their own private Facebook groups, social medias, fitness classes that you can go to. Reach out, have a phone call with them, talk to them about their goals. Even just, you know, talking to them in the DMs, like I'm gonna be honest with you, If a coach won't have even a little bit of a back-to-back with you, they're probably not in it for the right reasons. Yeah, you want to have a bit of a connection with somebody. For me, connection is huge. Exactly, because that's what's ultimately going to lead to your most success. Like, I will be perfectly honest, there's been clients that I haven't been able to connect with on a, like, deeper level, and they didn't get the best results. It wasn't, you know, lack of me trying... But the ones that actually put in the effort to connect with me, who asked me questions beforehand, those are the people that are getting the results. The ones that connect a little bit more. Totally. And then, you know, like say you're going through some rehab right now and that rehab's going to take you, I don't know, six months maybe. That, you know, you shouldn't wait on that. I feel like if your health is at a turning point you need some rehab you need some nutritional help you're struggling maybe with like recovery whatever it is the three to six month thing I don't think you should wait you should take inspired action on that right away 100% and as somebody who works with a lot of rehab people the longer you wait the worser the worser that's a terrible (laughs) word that's not a word uh the worse it becomes And then you're going to be even further behind when you finally do decide to take action. Like, I would, I'll be honest, if 80% of the people that I worked with that have rehab issues had started with me right, you know, after the injury happened, oh man, they would only have to work with me for like, you know, three months versus the two, three years that now they have to work with me. And I'm just going to say they have to, but... It's a process, and especially when I have to undo 
a lot of damage that has been incurred. Yeah. So, you know, just be be honest about timelines. Yeah, the rehab one is huge because what happens if you don't heal that injury? Your body is moving differently. You're exactly. moving differently in every single thing that it you learns do. Yeah. To learn, it learns to move in that way. Yes. So then we have to unlearn that, which is... The correction takes time. Oh, yeah, that's a process. But yeah. number three, and this one I think is like green flag. This needs to be on the top of everybody's list is ask questions. Yes, and can they answer those questions? This is such a big one. I'm going to tell you right now, big red flag. If a coach like kind of shoves you off anytime you ask a question, they probably don't know what they t- they're talking about or they think they know everything. Yeah. And they're not willing to let their they're not willing to let their ego go. Yeah. And I see this all the time. Like and I'll and me and Tam both agreed that we do this, that if somebody asks us a question and we don't know the answer, we will say that. Yeah. We will say, you know what? I don't actually know the answer to that, but I can find out because I know people because we're both connected in communities that, hey, you know what? Someone's gonna know the answer to that and I'll figure it out. Yeah. For my potential clients, I find I ask way more questions than they do. It's like um, do you, totally. I always say this, like, do you mind if I ask you a few questions to see if I can help you? Because I don't want to take on a client that I can't help because we're a team. And if my clients don't win, I don't win. And I don't want to make these false promises. Like I will ask a lot of questions. Like, what is your goals? How long have you been trying to achieve these goals for? Have you worked with another coach? Have you ever followed a plan before? Have you been in a gym before? Do you have any injuries? Like the line or the list of questions that I have oh, I got is a ton. massive. Like, I can spend an hour asking you questions because you tell, especially when it's like injury history, it's like, all right, now here's the 10 other questions I need to ask about that one thing. And so much is in those questions that aren't questions. Like, I'm picking up energy. I'm picking up vibes. I'm picking up language. Like, I, am I hearing a lot of can'ts or I'll, tries yep. or negativity? Or, like, is it doom and gloom? Is it, I'm never going to do this. I've tried everything. Those are red flags for me. Yeah, They are. And it's like, not saying that I can't help somebody like that, but mindset, like, well, actually, it's a green flag. is like where to start with mindset coaching. Um, but we want to make sure that we're in alignment with each other and like getting on the phone and asking questions is so important. I would never just go onto somebody's webpage and say, Oh, I'm going to train with that person because he has a website and an eight week program. And here's my credit card number. Here you go. No, ask questions and don't be afraid to ask certain questions. Like if you want to know what this person's experience is, like how long have you been working in the field? Yeah. I'm not going to take offense to that. If someone takes offense to that, it's because they think they're they're not confident in their abilities. Yeah. Like straight up. Like if someone asks me, I'm like, yeah, I've been around for 10 years. Yeah. So here's some questions to ask a potential trainer. How long have you been coaching for? How many clients have you have had? What type of clients do you typically work with? What type of clients can you get the best results Um, Do you have any testimonials? Can I get some references? It's okay to ask trainers these questions. If they have worked with people and hopefully, like most likely, the trainer will have 
five-star clients who would give them a raving review at any time. So if they don't, that's a red flag. A hundred percent. And like, I have people ask me that all the time. And nowadays I get people that'll ask me like, do you have before and after photos? And because of the type of person I am, this is always my answer. I say, I do. However, I allow my clients to be the one to showcase their before and afters. Yeah. Because, and this goes back to like, my clients will speak for me. I don't need to show the internet. Oh, hey, here's start and finish. Because my clients are so happy with their results. They're talking about my coaching. Yeah. And I'm getting the referral. So, yeah, I do have them. But I'm also not going to show them to you because they're my client's property. Yeah. When it comes to before and afters. Right. And I I do have some. Like, some clients have actually been like, here you go. You can use this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Right. But I'm never going to just be putting everything out there because the way I feel about it is even though somebody lost a hundred pounds, they might be embarrassed about how they looked before. Yeah. And then all of a sudden here I am going like displaying their body on the internet. Maybe they're not comfortable with that. Right. Yeah. Not everybody is. Maybe they don't want their mom to see it. Right. Exactly. Or their whatever. Creepy and, uncle. Well, yeah. And you got to think about it because when we, a lot of the time ask people to take photos, you know, it's in minimal clothing, right? Like not everybody's comfortable with showing their bodies, like all their bodies on the internet. So that's just like my personal thing as a coach, but don't be afraid to ask, you know, like you said, testimonials. Do you have people that would like vouch for you? Can I have a client's name? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah. Ask questions, ask as many as you want, like go in having a list of questions. Yeah. Another thing to consider is, do you need an in-person coach that will train you in your home, in person, in the gym, in person, or would you be okay with online coaching? And like the location, if you live in the city, how far is it to drive to the gym that your trainer works at? That's actually a big thing because the whole online thing gained momentum during COVID. Yeah. Right. But online training isn't actually for everybody. We were just having this discussion that there are people that just need that appointment. Yep. Or they're not going to show up by themselves. Like, they might be an active individual on their own. Like, you know what? They might ski. They might play hockey, whatever. But they still do want to come to the gym. They're just, it's not hardwired into them to show up four days a week. And that's okay, it, you don't have to be that person. And that's where in-person training is going to be for you. Like I was just telling Tom about one of my clients who, very successful business guy, travels a lot for work. The dude is so bad, he doesn't even book his own appointments. Yeah. Like most people would be like, we're on for next week. But because his weeks are so sporadic, it'll be me being like, oh, look, I got some free time in my schedule. Yo, what's up? You want to come in for a session? He's like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. That works really well (laughs) for a lot of people. And I think there are certain individuals that know that they're not very good with accountability when it comes to like staying disciplined on their own. But if they can say, you're my guy, you're my trainer. I don't want to do any thinking. I just need you to be responsible for my fitness game on i actually do enjoy that responsibility because it makes my job easier 100 you're meeting me here we're doing this just do what i say i'll see you next week 
right? I love so it. exactly. And for somebody you know that needs that, online training ain't gonna be for them. No, because like even though let's talk about in person training versus online training. So it is quite different. Online training is more of a package, I would say. So you get your fitness coaching. You do get accountability like online. We can see what you're doing. We can see how many steps per day you've taken, how much sleep you've had, what your food you're eating, if you're tracking your foods. We can see when you've missed your workouts. But we're not there to see what your workouts look like when you're doing them. If you're actually showing up to do your workouts, because it's a little bit easier to cheat online to just like punch in those numbers and it looks like you're doing your workout. <clears throat> not that any of my clients would ever do such a thing. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's a, I think that there's a little bit of a, an opportunity to um, be not as honest as when totally. we're in person and we're trying to up the intensity. Like, oh, I think you could have done one more. No, like, you can lie to my face about that, but I might be able yeah, to. I'll probably be able to call you on your BS, but. <laughs> I might be able to call you. And then also there's more time spent with the person. So Definitely. it's like. Yes, we're doing the exercises and yes, we're talking reps and sets and how to build muscle and how much water you should be drinking. But there's other things that go with that. It's the connection. It's the energy transfer. Like when you're spending time with somebody that is already at the level that you want to be at, you naturally raise your vibration to that level. Totally. And another thing, make sure your in-person trainer is like at a higher level probably than you are. I think that's important, too, to hire some a coach that might be, like, a step ahead of you or two. Because for me, personally, if I was to hire a coach, I wouldn't hire somebody that's a few steps behind me. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like that's kind of, like, leading into our next one is, like, the experience. Yeah. Right? So if somebody has never done what you want to do, but they can flex on the internet, like you shouldn't be hiring that person right so like if you want to step on a bodybuilding stage that person probably should have stepped on a bodybuilding stage if you want i'm not saying they had to win yeah by any means but they better have actually lived that lifestyle to an extent to be able to help you to the best of their abilities right because they also have like experience in that field yeah right and i think the experience will it'll be something that grows with the trainer 100 everybody has to start somewhere like we've had to start somewhere i remember my first couple of years i wasn't very good no neither was (laughs) i i'll be fully like i couldn't take somebody to a bodybuilding stage oh no i don't know i need to do another show before i can do that like oh 100 i wouldn't have been able to take someone to a strongman competition but guess where we are now yeah And if you're just getting new, like if you're just getting into fitness, you're not sure how to use the equipment at the gym and whatever, maybe that type of trainer would be great. A brand new one. They're going to go through everything the way that they should. Totally. The older trainer is like us and we're like, all right, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, let's get it together. But that's also a thing too is as a trainer, I like I don't work with beginners And it's not because I don't think I can't help them. I know I can. But I want somebody that's a little bit more intermediate, advanced. And 
I will refer. Like if someone's like, yeah, I work out at home. And I'm like, oh, that's Tams. I like, love I it. Will yes. Send it her way because that is not my designation. I really do feel like that is my thing. Like I can take somebody who is scared to walk into the gym, who has big lofty fitness goals, but can't get there because they're just too scared to like get in the doors in the first place. And my goal is to take them from there to a complete fucking gym star where they don't want to leave and they want to come back again later because they had so much fun. Like that to me, it's about the energy and the fire that I can ignite in somebody for fitness, like to have it forever. I'm not really like, and like, whereas I differ where I, you know, a lot of my client base is actually men Yeah. where I'm like, Oh, you've hit a plateau well, let's fix that. And then, you know, we're back squatting 405 and I'm like, hell yeah. Like that, that shit lights me up. (laughs) Yeah. And what lights me up is when my clients leave and can't wait to see me again. (laughs) Yeah, that too. That's a good thing. (laughs) See you next week. Can't wait. And I mean it though. Yeah. And that, that ties into the next one is chemistry. Yes. That is huge. I'd say that that for me, it is massive. Yeah. Chemistry. Because let's talk about our business coaches. 100%. 100%. So I have a business coach that I freaking love. I have like a big crush on him. And I just think that everything he says is amazing. And Des can't freaking stand him. <laughs> She's like, I can't stand this guy. I would never hire him. And I'll even send her like Instagram videos. And she's like, oh, I blocked him or whatever. <laughs> and it's just because he does not resonate with me. Yeah. And things that he says. And it's not that I like, I don't not like the guy. It's just the the vibe he gives off does not jive with mine. Yeah. Right? Whereas my business coach, and again, like, more soft-spoken. He does swear a lot, which I find funny because I do too. When yeah. I get passionate. Like, when we both are passionate about things, like, the F-bomb comes out. Yeah. Right? But he's very laid back, like... He cares, but he's also, okay, we got to get shit done here. But he's not going to be like, you're a lazy sack of shit. (laughs) And it's like, because that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, I need somebody to call me on my shit. But I also don't need them to be talking down to me. Yeah. Because in my life, that has never worked for me. Versus someone who says, you know what? Yeah, you you need to do this, this, and this, but you got to give yourself more compassion. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that, that, that'll fire me up, right? And I think you got to be self-aware enough to be like, you know what? This person doesn't jive with me. Yeah. I was talking to somebody in the gym the other day who is a personal trainer but isn't practicing at the moment. And they were like, oh, I, I'm a terrible trainer and I was like, why are you? A, why would you say that you're a terrible trainer? Oh, because I get mad. I get mad when my clients don't listen to me and I call them out. And I was like, well, some people really like that. Some people want the mean trainer that's going to call them out and be hard. And some people don't. So when you are looking for a trainer, I think that that is important too. Like what style of coaching are you looking for? A hundred percent. Yeah. And then also I have this other business coach that I've been looking for who's very, like, spiritual and feminine. And Des is like, <laughs> I don't think like, that would work for me. Woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. And, again, and just doesn't resonate with me. Not 
and I have nothing against the person. Like, uh, some of the stuff, I follow the person as well. And I think some of the stuff they share, I'm like, yeah, that's super valuable. I can see that. Would I hire the person? No. Because we don't flow properly. Yeah. Because uh-huh. the I'm very open. Like, I am very open to seeing other people's perspectives. But also, like, it would be like me hiring somebody super religious. Yeah. And their whole practice is based on, like, religion. Yeah. So say I was going to hire a fitness coach to help me make a goal, right? And their whole thing was also religion-based, where, you know, you get up and pray every... Like, that would not work for me. Yeah. Right? Because I am not religious. I don't ever plan on being yeah you know that spiritual so you really gotta ask yourself like does this person jive with me is there similarities like of course there's always gonna be differences but you know does this person match my energy or do they help lift me up or you know when they speak do I actually kind of get turned off yeah right because like we always say Me and Tam know that not everybody is going to be our cup of tea. That's why people... We just did a challenge, right? People will gravitate towards Tam. And people will gravitate towards me. And it's just based on the way we present ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's really important to have a little bit of variability. And I think it's important to, to follow people on social media join the groups take the classes get to know them because when you do that and an inspiration comes to you like I need to hire a trainer I'm not you know I'm not making this happen on myself I've had too many failed attempts my health is starting to go whatever the reason is that you're you say that to yourself I need to do this that is the minute you should take action is that moment like I can tell you a story of where it happened to me I wasn't super happy with where I was with my fitness I kind of I needed to set a goal I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do and it one minute I was just like I'm going to do a competition and in that minute that I decided I was going to do a fitness competition 30 seconds later I messaged the coach that I was already knew that I wanted and was like hey I would like to do a competition will you be my coach and that was it If I didn't send that message when I was inspired, I probably would have never competed. And that's what I think why people get stuck a lot of the time and just like wanting and wishing or, I mean, how many times, Tam, have you spoken to somebody on the phone before they bought from you? Yeah. I've had a couple people where I've literally spoke to them maybe like four or five times and it almost starts to get a little bit irritating because you're like... Pull the trigger. (laughs) Like, I don't want to, I don't want to Spartan kick you off the cliff. But at the same time, you're just like, the longer you toy with it, the longer you're going to stay stuck. Right? Because if you're thinking about it, it means that you already know, and this is no knock. It already means you know you can't achieve it by yourself. Yeah. And we just talked about having business coaches. We knew that it was something we could not achieve on our own. Well, it's one of those things. You pay with time or you pay with money, but I didn't want to pay with time and be like 60 years old before I could make it work. And that's the thing, right? 
It's just like we're not saying you can't ever make it work. But if you listen to any of the successful people out there, even like Alex Hormozzi, like billionaire, right? Every single person always says they had mentors yeah. or coaches. I have not heard a single person, the freaking Ed Milets of the world, the Hormozis of the world, even my business coach, every single one of them has had a coach or a mentor in their past. Yeah. So not a single one of them achieved anything on their own. And some people, you know, some people maybe they didn't pay for mentors, but they had mentors come from somewhere. Yeah, it could be a free podcast that you listen to every day, a Facebook group. It could we could even be your mentor without you being our clients. Like we have Facebook communities, we have social media and we here are here to help and give value. Even like a father or something, right? Like maybe you just had a dad that was like a huge mentor to you in your life. Like everybody had somebody that they looked up to that helped them, that were above them. Yeah. That helped them get to the level that they're currently at. So, like, that's why having a coach for goals that you want to achieve, if you have not been able to achieve it, is important. Yeah. And another thing is budget. Like, not all trainers charge the same price. And maybe the trainer that you really want to hire is just, like, very far out of your budget zone and you're not able to afford that. I think it would be a good idea to explore that option. Maybe reach out, ask a few of their clients, like, hey, how much is this person charging? Uh, Because that could be a limiting factor, too, for some people. And along with the budget is kind of like, look what's included in their service. So we were having this conversation that, you know, executives. Yeah. Right? And I have actually a couple executives that I work with. There are coaches that will actually, like, have their meals delivered to wherever they're traveling, like their hotel. They have all of that set up. Guess what? That's going to be a little bit higher priced. But for somebody who is traveling all the time, like, doing all of this stuff, like, they're going to pay for that. And they can afford to pay for that. But, you know, if you're a mom of five, you know, your family is a priority, you know, you got to have a gym membership on top of it. Or maybe maybe you can't afford a gym membership. Yeah. Maybe you got to work out at home. Like, look at that kind of stuff, right? Um, don't just look at somebody based on what they look like. Yeah, in per- let's talk about that too. In-person training is not cheap, you guys. No. Uh, you need a gym membership. Plus, your sessions are like 40 to $50 a session. And yeah. if you want to train a couple times a week, that is hundreds of dollars a month mm-hmm. versus online, which I think you can get a better price. Well, and we're a small town in the big city. You could be paying a hundred dollars a session, yeah. even more. Yeah. Right. So, cause I know we have listeners that are not in Cranbrook, BC, so it could be even more than that. Like you could be paying a thousand dollars a month if you want to have a trainer and a lot of gyms, unless you're going to planet fitness, their memberships aren't going to be 30 bucks a month. Like, we're fortunate to have some pretty good deals in our small town. But again, you could be paying 100 bucks a month. Yeah. So you, you do got to be honest about the budget. Like, there are going to be coaches out there, but you just got to do your research. Yeah. And a lot of in-person training out of gyms don't offer nutritional coaching. Mm-hmm. And that's another 
couple hundred dollars a month on top of your personal training. Exactly. And that's why maybe you need to look at it and be like, I really do need help with nutrition. So maybe I have to go like an online yeah. route, right? Um, but yeah, so just be honest about your budget. Like, you know, don't buy out of your budget, but also don't be a cheap ass. <laughs> yeah. Because I also have this, I asked, I started asking people this because, you know, the money objections always come up. Yeah. And, uh, granted, I am one of the cheapest people on the planet. <laughs> like I could have thousands of dollars in the bank and I'll be like, Ooh, I can't afford that. Right. Spend it. <laughs> and sometimes I started asking people, I was like, do you live paycheck to paycheck? No. Okay, so then why are we... Yeah. But that's also my way of digging into, that's a smoke bomb. Yeah, I, I do believe that people will pay attention to what they pay for. Oh, And if the 100%. payment is slightly uncomfortable, good. Yes. Because it will light a fire under your ass and you will pay attention to what your coach says. And another thing with that is, you know, paying attention to what your coach says. You're paying a little bit extra. It's uncomfortable. You should also want to make your coach happy. Like, you should go out of your way to, like, did my coach notice my good job? Like Share you, your wins. You, yeah, share your wins. Like, make sure you share them out with your community, your coach. And, 100%. And uh, I guess you can't share your wins if you don't have them. So, make yeah. sure you get a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's hard. It's better, like, it's, that, too, is actually thing like sharing with somebody is a lot more exciting than just sitting at home and being like yay I lost a pound yeah it, it is so exciting for me when I log into my training app and see my clients hitting PRs every day so and so hit a PR so and so hit a PR I have clients that I've been training for years that consistently are still hitting PRs and I'm so excited for that right that's it gets us jacked up. Yeah. Um, and you can't do that without a coach. You can't be part of that community if you no. don't have the coach. And the community is what keeps you going, too. Exactly. On the days that it's hard. And this is what I always say. Like, this is where I say the coach comes into play the most is on your hardest days. Yeah. So if you're having a day where, like, say your weight spikes. Let's just take women, for example. Because women, our hormones suck. Yeah. You know, period, whatever. There's a lot of factors that sometimes come into weight loss. So say you're having a week where maybe your time of the month comes on, you gained four pounds, right? And you were doing great. But all of a sudden you step on the scale and you gain four pounds and you start freaking out. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. And maybe say you're, you haven't started menstruating yet, but yeah. you gain four pounds and you're like, holy F, what's going on? I can't. And so then you panic, you starve yourself all day you go do a bunch of cardio and then like things just go south and then maybe you have a cheat meal because you just you know blew you starved up your... yourself all day yeah so then things go south whereas if you had a coach and you're like oh man my weight went up by four like four pounds and I was and then here I am and I go well you know it's about 28 days are you sure your cycle's not coming around and you're like oh that's a good point yeah, I don't even, that doesn't even hit my radar when weight fluctuates up and down like that. What I'm looking for is consistency. Totally. Are you showing up? Yes? Good. Next. But yeah, I mean, and that's just like an example, right? Where it's like, that's where a coach could really come in handy, where you're having a day where it's like, 
Or maybe you're just like out, you're going out with friends that night and all of a sudden you get nervous about, oh God, like what if I'm going to blow my calorie budget? Like something I ask my clients is the week previous with on their check-ins, I say, hey, do you have any outings or occasions, birthdays, dinners planned? And if they say, yes, I've got, you know, a birthday dinner on Friday next week. Great. How are we going to make that work this week? Yeah. So then that whole week, then you don't go into it all like nervous. Like there are a lot of benefits to having a coach. Um, and we'll rip through these last two. Yeah. Well, I think just trusting your instincts. Choose a trainer who aligns with your goals, who you feel drawn to, who you think you can learn from, and who will inspire you. Like, hire somebody that's inspiring to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you looking for a coach? (laughs) (laughs) Hire us! No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I do feel that a personal trainer is something that everybody should have in their life. We have financial planners. We have counselors. Some of us have cleaning people that come in and clean our houses for us. Like, it's okay to get help. And if you struggle with your fitness, with your body composition, getting to the gym, having a trainer will help. Take the accountability off of yourself and put it on your trainer. Let's go. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I use this analogy all the time because I've had people... Or I've seen, like, internet debates where they're, like, people are, like, oh, trainers are useless. Like, why would I hire a trainer when I can just go Google, you know, the workout I want to do for fat loss? You can also Google, like, your financial plan. Oh, yeah. You can (laughs) Google how to fix your car. Yeah. Is there any guarantee you're going to be able to do it? No. And what if the guy you're watching is actually an idiot and doesn't know how to fix, right? Like, you just, you never know. Yeah. But, like, we, and I know there's a lot of garbage out there nowadays for coaches, which makes it a little bit more challenging, but this is where all of these points come into play. Yeah. Is, and- like, we have put in the time to be an expert in this field. Yes. Right? So you're paying for our knowledge and our experience. And, like I said, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't have experience, but that's ask those questions yeah like how long have you been in this game oh I started coaching last year and (laughs) I I really do believe that most people that are in this coaching space are here for a reason and like what you might think is a garbage coach might be somebody's favorite coach exactly or maybe they're just really knowledgeable in a certain aspect like gut health Let's yeah. we'll take that for example, right? Yeah. Maybe that person knows everything about gut health and can fix all your acid reflux, your IBS problems, but they know nothing about getting strong. Yeah. Like I'm going to use myself as an example. I think I know a lot of things when it comes to training. Like I will say that I am very knowledgeable in rehab. You know, I am very knowledgeable in athletics in getting people strong. I know sweet F.A. about Olympic lifting. Yeah. And I actually asked one the of CrossFit. our... I actually asked one of our trainers that works for me in our gym the other day if he could show me a couple, like, tricks on Olympic lifting. Oh, yeah. Because he does Olympic lifting all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and I'm not going to pretend like I do because I've never... I know the basics. Yeah. But do I know, like, the specifics? No. 
because I have never even taken a moment to study that. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I don't want to. I'll just pay the professional to show me a couple things. Or like maybe you're not that well with like Pilates or yoga or mobility. Totally. That's fine. Like, you know, that's why we're all so different. Exactly. And that's why you got to find who aligns with you. Yeah. And you know what? It's good to know who you don't want to. Like I've been on the phone with some potential clients and it's a small town, right? And they're like, well, I'm not going to hire this person or I've, I'm not going to hire this person or I've worked with this person already and this didn't work out. It's like knowing what you don't want is also good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 100%. I've like, I mean, I've been in consultations with people and I can tell the vibe is off. And I'll intentionally bomb the sale or not even bring it up because I'm like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. Just tell them all your prices. Yeah. So it's a thousand dollars a month. Like just make up a fake price. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys got some value and gives you a little bit of what to look for when hiring a coach. I highly recommend you follow your coaches or potential coaches on social media to see what kind of value that they can offer you if they're able to teach you anything because I think in order for someone to teach you something like you have to be willing to listen and to be open to that totally do they inspire you do they motivate you do you like what they're laying down or do you cringe when they (laughs) post something like just be honest doesn't mean you hate the person but yeah they just they're not your person i cringe to you might be like a super fan and somebody else so. oh 100 <laughs> percent. one person sending a freaking thumbs up the other one sending a thumbs down like that's yeah. just how life is gonna be so like be honest yeah but uh yeah if you're looking at hiring a coach take some massive action let's go and we'll catch you next time on the rise train dream podcast Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and give us a five-star rating. Don't forget to share us out on your socials, too. Thanks again.